1: We welcome you back in. Kevin Slayton with you. Nate Lucas with you right here in the Monster Energy Drink. stl-cars.com. King's Court. Get a Monster Energy Drink to tear out that artificial turf. That'll give you the energy to rip it out and put a natural grass surface down so the people stop getting hurt. Jim Trotter is a um, longtime football reporter. He worked for uh, five years, I guess, with the NFL Network, covering the NFL. He's now sued the NFL and the NFL Network, he's black. He claims he lost his job earlier this year uh, with the NFL Network because he challenged the league and Roger Goodell about their lack of diversity in coaching and management. Now, first of all, that's ballsy on his part. This is a league that bends over backwards to the point of humiliation and embarrassment to kiss up to the black population. It's, it's gotten embarrassing. The end racism, it takes all of us, all that bull crap, these little slogans on the back of their helmet. They have black referees. There are black head coaches. There are a lot of black coordinators and assistant coaches. Uh, there are about 75 to 80% of the players are black, and yet this guy thinks the NFL should lose a racial discrimination lawsuit. Why? Because there weren't any blacks in the newsroom at the NFL Network in positions of decision-making. Well, who are you to decide who's qualified for that? Why is it that if there's white guys in there, that they're all there because of racism? Why shouldn't I say then, well, all of your defensive backs are black. That has to be a racism thing, doesn't it? I mean, it goes both ways. It's the most asinine thing going. Football coaches, if anything... They tend toward black players over white players if they have a choice. They are, they do have a racist viewpoint, though it's not racism, but it's this belief that a white player cannot be better than a black player at certain positions. They used to believe that at quarterback. They used to believe the white guys were superior to the black guys no matter what. Now they believe the black guys are superior to the white guys no matter what. And yet I've seen teams win Super Bowls with white receivers and white secondary players. So what point are they trying to make? And more importantly, what point is this guy trying to make? He's suing the league because he claims he was fired since he stood up to Roger Goodell and asked him why there weren't uh, any blacks in management or head coaching. Well, there are. There's three that we know of that I can think of off the top of my head. I don't know how many. I'd have to look at it. Might be more. But he says that – In August of 2020, he was on the field before the Hall of Fame game between the Cowboys and the Steelers, and he asked why NFL teams have so few black decision-makers. And according to his lawsuit, Jerry Jones responded, if blacks feel some kind of way, they should buy their own team and hire who they want to hire. Now, you can say a lot of things about Jerry Jones, but first of all, he doesn't talk that way. If blacks feel some kind of way, I don't think that's Jerry Jones. Jerry Jones... Couldn't care less what color you are. He's proven that as, as an owner of the Cowboys. Um, Jones has issued a statement, another statement. Diversity inclusion are extremely important to me personally and to the NFL. The representation made by Jim Trotter of a conversation that occurred over three years ago with myself and our uh, vice president of player personnel is simply not accurate. He didn't stop at Jerry Jones, though. A month later, he claims that an NFL media reporter described a conversation, so it's a third-hand conversation, between Pegula, who's the owner of the Bills, about social activism by NFL players and support for Black Lives Matter. According to Trotter's lawsuit, uh, the reporter shared this account of the conversation with other media employees, that the Bills owner said, if the black players don't like it here, they should go back to Africa and see how bad it is. Now, I don't know Pegula from Adam, can you ever envision a guy who's a multimillionaire, probably a multi-billionaire, making a statement like that in public? Whether he thinks so or not, I can't even imagine a guy saying that privately. If the black players don't like it, they should go back to Africa. Nobody talks like that. No, but this is the culture that
2: has been created and also sort of curated. To yeah.
1: ensure that it can... If you're black and get fired, scream racism. Scream it as loud as you can. He'll probably win. the se- He'll get a settlement. He'll get, he'll, he's going for a settlement. He's not going to win. Yeah. He knows he won't win. He's trying to get a settlement. And the minute Goodell settles, he's admitting that... They're, I don't care what they... They'll, they'll have some statement. Uh, Neither party is admitting fault, but we're settling this for the betterment of the two parties. Well, when you do that, you are admitting fault if you're the one that was sued. And, of course, Pagula issued a statement. Statements are flying everywhere. The statement attributed to me in Mr. Trotter's complaint is absolutely false. I'm horrified that anyone would connect me to an allegation of this kind. Racism has no place in our society, and I personally am disgusted that my name is associated with this complaint. I think Trotter is disgusting. I think the things he's attributing to these guys, again, without knowing these guys, it doesn't sound like anybody would say those things. Go back to Africa if you don't like it. I mean, You might have heard that 35, 40 years ago from some kid in the schoolyard, but you've never heard it from a high-ranking executive. I can't imagine it. And it's third-hand to begin with. He's quoting some other reporter. It's unbelievable. It's
2: awful. Until people stop looking at every single issue through a lens of race, then... We're just going to continue to go down this path. There will be more lawsuits. I mean, this is why corporate companies just give in because they know that it's a losing battle, and because they have no backbone and they continue to pay out these settlements, it never ends. It
1: never ends when you keep paying settlements. It's like negotiating with terrorists. If you do, they'll keep kidnapping people. It's never going to end. So they
2: pay a little cash, they put out a statement, and then it's like, whoop, okay, wait till the next one comes.
1: This is Trotter claiming that at the Super Bowl a few years ago, he questioned Goodell in front of everybody at his news conference. said, I've worked at NFL Media for five years, and during those five years, we've never had a black person in senior management in our newsroom. That's a problem, he said to Goodell, he claims. He says the day after, uh, his direct supervisor asked one of his colleagues, why does Jim keep bringing this up? That sounds fishy too, by the way. Why wouldn't the guy ask Jim Trotter that? Hey, come here a minute. Why do you keep bringing that stuff up? By the way, keep bringing it up tends to make me think that Jim Trotter is one of the people that scream racism over spilled milk. Hmm. And he's probably mad because the milk is white. He'd like it to be black. Those kind of people have really no place in any organization because they're going to constantly work to subvert what's going on. 80% of the players in the NFL is not good enough for him being black untold numbers of assistant coaches, some black head coaches. He's mad because there's no black owner. Well, here's how you become a black owner. You make yourself a billionaire. Now, I'm sure there are black billionaires in this country, but either A, they don't want to be an owner of an NFL team, or B, they haven't applied to be one, or C, they haven't even inquired about it. Because if they did and they were rejected and they felt like it was racially done, We'd hear about it. So the fact that there's never been a black majority owner in the league, I can tell you right now, there hasn't been a black, a white cornerback in years in the NFL. What does that mean? Should we sue? I mean,
2: by the way, have you heard of this story that is uh, coming out of Florida State University in Tallahassee? Eric Stewart, he's fifty-one years old. He was. Uh, uh, basically responsible for the origin of Black Lives Matter. And uh, he cited over 8,500 times work, different studies, uh, different sort of police stuff. And it's all been now, he's been fired, and it's all been proved now that it was fake data. <laughs> that he, uh, fake da- faking data to prove lynching makes whites want longer sentences for blacks. Six studies have been retracted. And he was a huge, huge influence on the origin of um, BLM Inc.
1: This, uh, this is all. This all stems from Obama and his nonsense of creating racial division in this country. And it just filters down to sports. It filters down to every aspect of society. When you've got some circus clown in the White House who claims everything's racist, and it's just carried over. It, it, it ended with Donald Trump, and now it's picked up again. And here we go again. Everything's racist. Everybody's a racist. If you disagree with him. Mm -hmm. So Jim Trotter claims that the NFL is racist and must be sued because there's not a black NFL owner or there's not enough blacks in the newsroom making decisions. Shut the F up.
2: Good Lord. This should be like bombshell information, though. I mean, the fact that this guy who spread so much lies and true disinformation and it picked up so much steam that we've seen our culture shift in a drastic way – for the worse when it comes uh, at looking at race relations. And he was lying. And, you know, this is what happens, though, at campuses like Florida State and all over the nation where you get these professors who are woke and will do anything possible. And imagine that. Put a study out, a study out, to enhance their own argument. Does that sound like somebody we had on <laughs> the phone today?
1: Yeah, it does. These studies, first of all, you you got to know who the studies are being done by, what kind of testing is being done. You know, the same thing took place with COVID. They claimed all these studies and yet none of them had been done. Then they did studies and showed just the opposite. All of a sudden, whoa, 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 wait a minute. You've been lying to us all along. And the answer is yes, we have. Yes, we have. We talked about at the top of the show about sports gambling and Bill DeWitt with the thirds comments about getting it passed in the state of Missouri in Iowa, defensive tackle, by the way, by the name of Noah Shannon, appealed to the NCAA because he has been serving a year-long suspension. So he wants to play. And Kirk Ferentz, upon learning of the rejection of his appeal, said, "I'm not quite sure what went into this decision." But Noah came back for his sixth year. He's a highly respected leader in our locker room. Now, what did Noah Shannon do that was so horrific? that he's essentially had his college football career ended. He wagered on an event involving a Hawkeyes team in another sport. Hmm. So he, he may bet on the girls' swimming team. Who knows? Might have been the basketball team. Don't know. On another sport. He has not been charged in the Iowa State investigation into illegal betting by athletes at both Iowa and Iowa State. We've heard a lot about that recently, but he hasn't been charged. So he says he wanted to apologize to the fans and everyone who supports Iowa football. I made a mistake, and I've taken responsibility for it. No, you didn't. Oh, boy. No, you didn't. Okay? Don't be a coward. You didn't make any kind of a mistake. You bet on some game, some obscure game that you had nothing to do with. You weren't playing. You weren't coaching. He says he's heartbroken that he won't be able to play again. Yeah, I, I that agree that. That is true. That's There's true. There's no doubt. But you can thank the NCAA for that. And the NCAA pulled this stunt with one of Mac Brown's players at North Carolina last week. It was a receiver who was transferring. Remember the second transfer in this case. They don't like it unless you have an exception. The exceptions are mental illness. The North Carolina program and school claimed that there was a mental illness capacity uh, component here and that the player was getting help, but that he wanted to move closer to his grandma where he felt more comfortable. And the NCAA rejected it. Mac Jones issued a statement that it was scathing, ending with all capital letters Shame on you, NCAA, shame on you. The NCAA has seen fit now to respond to Mac Brown, who is as highly respected a college football coach as there is. And they claim that transferring multiple times slows student athletes' progress toward a degree, especially with those who transfer later. Uh, citing extenuating factors such as mental health does not necessarily support a waiver request, but instead may suggest a student athlete should be primarily focused on addressing those critical issues during the initial transfer to a third school. When did you care about the players? When did that happen? You don't care about the players. It's, it's pretty incredible that the NCAA would respond to Mac Brown and said, by the way, that he and other North Carolina officials who spoke out, they were troubled by their remarks. Troubled. <coughs> those, those comments, uh, the NCAA Board of Directors, those comments directly contradict what we and our fellow Division I members and coaches called for vociferously. Uh, no, they actually don't. So here we go with the sports gambling issue again. I, again, I will always say, and I will say forever, if a player's not betting on his sport, who cares? Who cares? That's between the player, his parents, his coach maybe, maybe his girlfriend who wants a new gift and he's not going to be able to buy because he lost.
2: Now what if he has a girlfriend, say, for the women's swimming team and she has insider information that uh, several key swimmers aren't going to be taking part in the competition?
1: That would... I have no problem with that. That's just insider information. What do you do before you bet on a game? Do you do research? Plenty. Thank you. Although the ones I win, usually I do not. <laughs> the more you analyze it, the more you lose. All right. There is a lot of truth to that, but at least you try. So if he's got inside information, I wish I knew. I've asked God several times. God, can you give me the outcome of just one game? Just one. <laughs> well, bet against Mizzou, Kevin. <laughs> I think God's told me that. Yeah. So far, he's two and zero. Oh.
2: Lord, why is K-State only a five-point favorite? (laughs) Can you help me out, Lord? Enlighten me. I have no idea. I can hear Joel Osteen now. The Lord came to me (laughs) and said, Joel, if you don't wager your entire inheritance on the K-State Wildcats, (laughs) you will be struck by the hands of God.
1: By the way, I'll give you a few uh, black uh, billionaires who could easily invest in an NFL team. Oprah. Jay Z, <laughs> how come they haven't bought an NFL team? Jim Trotter, Oprah, Oprah, Oprah's got plenty of dough. You Buy get an a NFL team. team.
2: You get a team. Yeah,
1: you get a team. I get a team. I'm
2: Oprah. <laughs> She's busy fundraising for Maui victims.
1: Yeah, of course, so that she can keep the land. So she could hire whoever she wants. She could hire Jim Trotter. Why don't you call Oprah? <laughs>
2: It could be Oprah as a as the uh, owner, and then Gail King can be. <laughs>
1: She'd be the head coach. She'd
2: be the head coach. <laughs> Condoleezza Rice can be the
1: GM and architect. She might not be a bad GM. She well, knows the, she knows sports. The Browns looked into her. Condoleezza knows sports. She's a member of Augusta National. I know, you know that? first female, right? Uh, I'm not sure. Definitely the first black female, yeah. but she. I think she might be the first female, but others have subsequently been um, included. But she's, uh, I guess, a pretty good golfer. If you if you were that adamant about joining Augusta National, I think you're probably a pretty good golfer. Yeah, she too she bad. she really knows football. You know, she was on the uh, NCAA Manning? committee, the oh, the, yeah. the uh, playoff committee. Mm-hmm. So I think that uh, she might not be a bad choice for your GM job.
2: She was also very good. She had an appearance on uh, the Manning Cast. This was maybe a couple of years ago. but I'd rather shoot myself than watch that. <laughs> well, you would have hated it because this was what... – I guess there's still technical difficulties, but, you know, they're all three in different spots. They have a it's guest on so over stupid. Zoom, and they're on, and then they're talking over one another. It was really a
1: – Yeah, you got two, two idiots who really aren't professional broadcasters trying to conduct a primetime show from different locations. That's a gra- – <laughs> what could possibly go wrong? <laughs>
2: <laughs> no, it's is. good it's like talk radio where the callers keep talking while you're giving <laughs> but we them we can turn
1: them down that's right that's the nice part that's the beauty of it well that's going to wrap us up uh, for today the verdict is coming up next with nathan bernie's coming up i think bernie is at friendlies today is. Yep. yep he'll be down at friendlies in south county we'll be joining him there in two weeks so make your plans for lunch two weeks from today at friendlies in south county uh come on down because we'll be there there'll be all kinds of stuff to give away Different uh, liquor, all kinds of different things. A lot of fun. We'll have some fun, for sure. Is the bottom line to it. Lots of fun. All right. Have fun with the next uh, hour, Nate. Love you, Mom. Love you, Dad. Love you, Maureen. So long, everybody.